and doing things a little bit different. Um, I'm going to have the kids come up here, and we're going to talk about what's in the ark, who created the ark, why was the ark even created. Now, I usually, Miss Libby, you might want to back up. Just give me a little bit right there, okay. Usually, I put my chair over here, don't I? Yeah. Yeah, usually I do that, okay. And the parents are welcome to read the scriptures that are there for us, but we're going to talk today. And when I talk, I have a few rules we have to go by today because we have something very special that we're going to do differently. And so I'm going to ask each class, class 1, class 2, class 3, and then if I don't get answers, which I think by class 3 I'll probably have answers, and you guys are going to do the service somewhat today, okay? Interesting enough, you see the poles out there, right? You see the poles over here? Can you see the ark? No. no. Yeah, well, maybe you're for oversight enough, right? Okay. So, but in the tabernacle, in the wilderness, all they could see were the poles coming out of the ark. They say the poles were so long, they came out on both sides. That's pretty interesting, right? So they could only see the poles. They could only see the poles, right? And in Hebrews, it talks about the setup of the tabernacle, which you see here. You see the table of showbread over here, right? You see the menorah over here, right? And then, right about here, you have the, the altar of incense, which we have. Is that right? Do you ever see incense floating up? Yeah, sometimes we do that. And then behind this veil, what would this be called? The Holy of Holies. Thank you. So you helped us lead today's service, Holy of Holies. That would be the Holy of Holies. Now, who would see this behind here? You do now, but you would, who, from class two. Oh, very good. Class two, the high priest only, right? So, interesting enough, and you participated, and you're helping me lead this service today. So, the high priest would be the only one to see that. But they would see the poles. They'd know it was there. Now, who gave the dimensions for the tabernacle? God. God did, that's right. And guess what? Who gave the dimensions for the ark? God. God did? Of course. And then who made it happen? God. Well, God made it happen, but who was the man that made sure that it was carried out? Not Jesus. I heard somebody say it over here. Moses. Thank you. Now, I understand. I'm seeing frustration in class 4 and 5. I do see it in your faces. But... You guys are getting older. I expect you to already know it, so that's why I'm picking on the younger ones, okay? You're almost, for those of you in class five, I'm, next year, you won't even be here. You'll be back in your seats. Oh, oh, well, then next week, you'll be back in your seats. So enjoy this. <clears throat> okay. So, when the ark, when, how did the Israelites move? If the smoke, or how were they led? Uh-huh. And, and what by day? We got the fire by night? A cloud by day, that's right. So it would move out, right? And then they'd have to pack their stuff and go. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to have Pastor Jeff help me move the ark. So when I we move the ark, will you guys stand like they would in that day when they moved the ark? They would stand and just give us enough room to bring it right here, okay? 
So stand up. The parting of the children. Give them room. Give them room. Oh, listen. Listen very closely before we move the ark. You guys cannot touch it, okay? What was a, What happened when somebody tried to touch the ark? Wait, what did you say, Ben? He died. This isn't the real ark, though, is it? But it's very fragile. Do you know who built the ark? This ark. No, God didn't build this ark. Who? Mr. Bill. Dr. Stokes was talking about it today. Mr. Bill built this one. Okay. So we're going to bring this ark out. And how are they to carry the ark? Could they put it in a wagon? No. And that's what happened, right? God said, carry it by hand. Here we go. We're going to set it down right here. Okay. All right. It's a little bit heavy. Now sit down. Sit down. Okay. Remember, do we touch it? No. Okay. All right. Now the interesting piece is, what did God tell them to put inside the ark? Before I even open the ark, because I'm going to open it. Class one, do you know what was in the ark? You're class two. Class two, do you know what was in the ark? I know you know. Animals were in the ark? No animals. In Noah's ark, you're right. In Noah's ark, they were. Hold on, hold on. I need, I need my own, because we have one at home. Yes, what was in the ark? There was bread, manna. Whoa. Okay, what else? The ark of the covenant. The ark of the covenant. Class three, what was in the ark? We have manna, right? Mia. The Ten Commandments was in the ark? There was one other thing, class three. Anything? What? The the almonds, that's right. So, I'm going to open this, and then we're going to talk about each one of those, okay? Don't look inside of it. Don't look inside of it. Well, if we don't see what... Brian or Jeff, can you grab that? We're going to go your way. That way. We'll just set it right here. All right, all right. Now, let's talk about the three things. Look, I have a guideline. What's the Torah? It's a guideline, instructions, right? I have instructions for today. So we talked about the ark. You had mentioned, Ethan, that there was bread in the ark. Now, where did this bread come from? The sky. So the Israelites came out of Egypt. And they were hungry, right? Were they complaining? Yeah, they were complaining. Who were they complaining to? Moses. Who? Moses. Moses, you brought us out of Egypt. And you were going to die. I'm so hungry. Right? Yeah. And so there was manna in there, wasn't there? So... And God in the Torah says to put some of the manna, right? Sit down. I'm going to let you all see. Put some of the manna inside the ark so that it's a testimony of what God, what he did for us, right? What did it taste like? Class two. 
Yes, what did it taste like? Sweet. Sweet. Like what? Honey. says it tastes like honey. Right? And so, for my class, we, we, have, we have dedicated what? We have dedicated some manna. Have we not? We have. Now, if you won't tell Pastor Mike or Miss Robin that I gave you food in here, and you won't make a mess, will you? Can I ask you, does this smell good, Ben? Does that smell good, Ethan? Does that smell good, Noah? How about Connor? Does that smell good? No. No? Does that smell good? How about that? Yes. Where's my little helper, I asked? Hannah. Hannah, can you come here? So as I talk about this, Hannah's going to walk around and give each of you one piece of manna. Don't make a mess, okay? And we're going to continue to talk about the things in the ark, okay? Just one to each person. Hold it like this. There you go. Thank you. All right, so we have manna in the ark, right? And then, who said that I am the bread of life? If you take of me, you will never hunger. Jesus did. And Jesus even said, God gave him the bread, didn't he? Listen. Say that out loud, Anna. I am the bread of life. He who partakes of me shall never perish. Okay? You can eat it. Okay? But don't make a mess. Now, what, what happened with the manna in the wilderness? Did some people gather more than what God had said? What happened to the manna, the people that gathered more manna? Yes. It was not good on the next day, was it? Now, did, did they have to plant for manna? No. No, it just came out of the sky, didn't it? Uh-huh. And every day, they would have it. It was raining. It was raining. That's right. Oh, raining now, I, I also told Hannah that after service, she's going to be in charge. And you guys, the younger ones, can come and get one more piece of manna. I think it should be gone by then. Now, what else was in the ark? Was there a rod? Yeah, a rod. A rod. Now, do these all look the same? No. Doesn't, does it? Do you think maybe the different rods from the different tribes would look differently? Yeah. If I wasn't a shepherd, would I need this rod? No. Yes. I wouldn't. I don't need a rounded thing to grab the sheep and pull them to me. Maybe I have pigs. Maybe I would just use that one to... Right? Moses used one of these. Now, this ark must have been a lot bigger as I was preparing for this today. Because they say that the rod went inside the ark. Can this rod go inside the ark? No. Rebecca, can you hold these? The interesting piece is, I wonder sometimes if... If I had to say it and it didn't fit inside the ark, but God told me to, I think I would have solved it in half. And I would have tried that. But that still didn't work. 
Thank you, Ben. Just set it down. Now, now I have a question for you. Could this grow almonds on it? No. Why? Why couldn't I grow almonds? Because it was a dead rock. It's dead. Could this grow almonds? No. Interesting. None of these can grow almonds. But God made one of these to grow almonds. Even though they're dead. They're rods. So, listen. Can this now go in here? Very easily, right? But this ark... Go back to Mama. This ark was so big that the, the rod of Aaron that budded could be put in it. So, what's this represent? Aaron's rod that budded. Did you know your parents struggled with that for years to remember what was in the ark? I struggled with that for years. Will you guys ever struggle with what was in the ark? Alright. So, what do we have in there so far? We have manna. Manna and what else? Aaron's rod that budded. Okay. Now, what else do we need to talk about that was in the ark? Ten Commandments. Now, that may not have been the full Torah, right? Who wrote the Ten Commandments? God did. With what? Did he get a pen out and say, I'm going to write this on stone and did the pen go... Oh, yes. Somebody in my class said it. Thank you. He used his finger to carve out the Ten Commandments. How many times did God write on the tablets? Twice? You tell me. Why did Why did he have to do it twice? Hold on. Hold on. Mia's telling me. I'm listening to Mia. Because he smashed the second one? The first one. He smashed the first one. Why did he smash the first one? What were they doing? He was angry. That's right. So he came down off the mountain and he saw him dancing and having a whole... It was all against the Torah, wasn't it? And he threw him down and he broke him. Who carved out the second commandments out of the rock? Interesting. God told them to carve it out of the rock and bring them back to him so he could write them. So... So we have these, right? Yeah. Ten Commandments. The two Ten Commandments tablets. The two Ten Commandments tablets. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Can anybody tell me which one is supposed to go on the right and which one's to go to the left? How many of you are in my class and know the Aleph bet? Okay. So which one is the Aleph? There we go, the Aleph right there. Right? There we go. And do we read Hebrew from right to left or left to right? Left to right. Right to left. Right to left. I love it, Moira. You are strong and you know it. Right to left. That's right, Connor. So those are the three things that were in the, tor- the Ark of the Covenant. 
The other things we're going to talk about today, they weren't in the ark. Did you know the Torah wasn't in the ark? It was said to sit beside the ark. Interesting. Probably because they were supposed to read it. Right? So, I'm going to ask Pastor Jeff to help me. We're going to move this out of the way. We're not to touch the ark, okay? And then, do you guys want to be with me when we put these in the ark? Okay. Yeah. Yes, Miss Libby. Um, at home, we have, like, um, one of those, but they're both together, mm-hmm. and the design has a, cr- a crack mark. A little crack mark, yeah. Oh, that's mine too. Yeah, so is ours. So, let Pastor Jeff and I move the ark, right? And then we'll put these in our ark so that it's back in place. Can we put that back on? Yeah, let me... Move these out first. Take the mana back. If you touched it, you would die. David, what happened with David? He wanted to bring the ark back. What did he put it on? A wagon, and, and it almost fell. It almost fell. Rebecca, will you do me a favor? Will you go open that curtain? You've helped me before. He wouldn't, would he? That's fine. Okay. <clears throat> Look. So long you still see the sticks. Right? Okay. Let me put these away. Well, putting them out of the breach. Ian, will you come hold the mana? Thank you. Noah, will you come hold one of the Ten Commandments? Stand up. Stay standing, Ian. Ethan, will you hold this one? Okay. Let's go up here and we'll put all these inside, okay? So the first one I want to put inside. Do the rest of you want to come in with me? Okay. I want to, I'll switch you out, Ethan. You hold that? Okay. Now, as we said, I hope I have this right. But the Aleph, right? We see that? So it's going to go on the right. And we'll do the blessing. Will the rest of the congregation rise as we put these back in the ark? And we're going to say, Baruch Adonai, Eloheinu Melechalam. For God told us and put the Ten Commandments in the ark. 
So we put him back in this ark to remind us of what he did so long ago. Now these instructions tell your parents how to raise you. Did you know that? Now what's this? Manna. And so it was given to him in the wilderness, so we placed this in the ark. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who gave forth the manna so long ago and continues to give us manna and sustenance to our souls for our life today. Amen. And the rod that we put in there reminds us of Aaron's rod, right? Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who gave forth the rod of Aaron and chose us to walk with him in the light of his son, Jesus. Amen. All right, let's go sit down real quick again. And then we'll come back. <laughs> All right, right here, right here, real quick. You can go back to your parents. I'm fine. For those who stayed, we're going to do something a little bit different today. How many of you have ever read from a Torah scroll? An actual Torah scroll? No? Yeah. Today we're going to try it. Who wrote out the Torah scroll? Who wrote it out? Not Jesus. Who, who finished the first Torah scroll? David. Nope, it wasn't David. Moses. Who said that? Moses. High five. Moses. You did? Okay, good job to you too. So Moses wrote out the very first one. What did I say earlier about the Torah scroll? Was it in the ark? No. No, it was beside the ark. And then it was copied and copied and copied and copied. Can you get one small little thing wrong on a Torah scroll? You cannot, or it's invalid. They have to start over, at least with that section. They found some that dated way back in history, and there was very minimal mistakes or changes done to the Torah scroll that they found. Throughout the generations, it's been the same. Now, does Jesus say that the Torah is done away with? No. No? What's he say? Not the smallest jot or tittle, which means iota, right, is done away with in the Torah. We're still to live by it today. So why Pastor Jeff sings a song, I'm going to work with Mr. Brian to roll the scroll back to Bereshit. What's Bereshit? Anybody know the name? What book is that? Yes. Genesis? That is Genesis. Bereshit is Genesis. That's right. How many of your parents go to the Torah club? Yeah. How many of your parents read throughout through the Torah every year? Yeah. Now, why would we want to read through the Torah every year? It's very important. It tells us how to live our life, does it not? Yeah. And so we're trying to instill that in you guys. So we're going to go back to our seats. I'm going to set up a table. And then I even have an English, a Hebrew, and the transliteration of how to pronounce it in Hebrew for us to look at. Okay?
need to roll down all the way, Brandon. Is allow you guys, if you're interested, I have the English and the Hebrew up here for you guys to see on either side. And it says God created, or in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. How many of you have ever read Hebrew from a Torah scroll itself? How many of you would like to? I did this the other day with Rebecca on one at our house that's a miniature one. And now seeing it actually here on this table where somebody actually literally put it on this scroll itself with ink is amazing. So I want to invite you guys up, if you want to, to read this for the first time. Not just the children, but the adults. But you can't touch it, because we don't want the oils from your hands on it. That's why I put this on here. Can you see this here? That word is Bereshit. Bara et Elohim. Right? I think you put this backwards. Thanks, Jeff. One more time! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I usually do, not today. All right, this is a very special time. For the first time, we have the rollers on here. Mr. Bill has fixed that. I'll say the Baraka. Bill, for the first time, will you put this in our ark? Yeah. Alright. Eloheinu who gave us the Torah to live by, so that we may shine his glory to others. Amen. Doesn't that look amazing? Wow. That is good. Have a seat. Have a seat. All right. We have come to a time. I can get rid of that first page and stick with my second page. All right. We, we, we sounded the shofar, put the Torah in. Now comes the Christian side of things. The Gospels. The Gospels themselves. The, the Torah came to life through Yeshua. This book is our representation of Jesus Christ, our Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, in our congregation. In this Gospel reading, in John 20, 30-31, and 21-24-25, talks about Jesus. He performed so many miracles and so many things, John says, that not even... This book could contain it if it was all written down. But because what was already written is in here, we by faith know that He came to save us. In Matthew 24, 11 through 14, talks about those who will be false prophets. 
It warns us in this book. If they don't go by that Torah and what is said, see that Torah is to be a witness against us if we don't walk with Him. This gospel says that there will be false prophets that speak against what the Word of God, the Torah itself says. But the righteous, in Romans 1, 16 and 17, says, the righteous live by faith. We may struggle with our faith, but if we're trying to live by Torah, we can be rest assured that the Holy Spirit will correct us, and we can know that we will live with Him forever and ever. And so when we hear somebody, test them, is what the Scripture says. Test them by what the Torah says. Test them by what the Gospel says to make sure they're living out the faith and not just trying to get your money, not just trying to be pleasing to the ears because in today's world, there's going to be a lot of people that are pleasing to our ears. So this Gospel that we put in there are the words of our Messiah, the words of the only begotten Son who was raised from the dead for our sins and our transgressions. So, may we sing together today. And I will walk with this as I walked with the Torah. It's a lot lighter now. And we'll ring the bell and we'll sing. And if you'll stand with us again. to show us how to live out that faith. We place this in the ark today. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who sent forth your Son, the living Torah, to show us how to live out our faith from day to day. Amen. Amen. If you'll be seated one more time. Kids, come on back up here. I'll meet you up there. I heard one of you say it. What is this? The chalice. I've let you guys lead this whole thing if you know it. I'm going to start. Good job. I may let you speak it. <clears throat> We're going to start with class two. What's this representation of? Jesus. I love that. What else? Yes, you're right. Hold on. What else? God. Yes. Somebody said over here, Jesus' blood. I did. Poured out for? Water. Water did come out. Hold on, hold on. Noah brought up a good point. Water came out of Jesus as well as blood, didn't he? Yeah. Showing force. He said, what did he say about the water, Noah? Do you remember? Yeah. Says that he was the living water, right? God was. At the Passover Seder, what did Jesus say about this one cup? From this, he wouldn't. Until the day he comes and reigns with us, right? And he said, This is representation, you said it earlier, of my blood. And so, 
Where does Jesus go after he rises from the dead? Heaven. To heaven. Where does he sit? At the right hand of God Almighty. I love it. So this is representation of that chalice, his blood. And it sits up in the ark, does it? Doesn't it? Yeah. doesn't sit down below, does it? No. Up high. It sits down below. Because it would probably spill. Somebody would Do you guys see? Is there anything in it? Yes. No. Yes? Air. Air. Okay. Yeah, I All right. Do you want to help me yeah. and take it and put it in the ark? Okay. Stand up. If you'll stand with us, Libby, will you bring this over here so we can put it up? So we put this chalice in here today. Let's go over this one more time before the chalice goes in here. We have... What was in the actual ark? The Ten Commandments, the rod, and we also have, what was it? The, the manna. That's right, the manna. And then we have the Torah, the Gospels, and now the ch- chalice. So we say, Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth His Son for us and allows Him to die and be buried and raised on the third day and he went and he still met with his disciples for 40 days right but he ascended into heaven at the right hand of God the Father Almighty Amen Amen now it's time to go do the ironic blessing would you guys like that Yeah, I'll close, I'll close the ark. All right, let us close the ark now, as all the contents are in there. Just want to remind everybody that at the beginning there was nothing in here. And without the Father in heaven, without His Spirit in us, there's nothing in us. And yet, like my grandfather, and as Jeff had mentioned, his grandfather is fixing to pass There's still all this here, and the spirit will go to heaven, but the body will decay. And yet our hope is that one day the spirit will reunite with the body again, and we'll all meet with him in Jerusalem. Amen. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who though we are absent from you, you have given to us your Ruach HaKodesh, that you will never leave us nor forsake us until faith becomes sight, and we see you face to face. Amen.